Hey there, and welcome to the Coachworth Podcast. I'm your host, Darlene Murphy. Listen, did you know that your brain is the most powerful tool on this planet? It is. And I'm going to teach you how to train your brain, clear your focus, and claim your success. So let's get going. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the episode number four of the Coachworth podcast. So today I'm going to talk about the significance of staying in a mindset of abundance versus a mindset of scarcity. And particularly if you're a business owner in the current environment, I don't know when you'll listen to this, but as I am reading it to you, it is late March 2020. And boy, we are in the midst of something. We're in the midst of a global coronavirus pandemic. It's really, truly an unprecedented situation. Here in the United States, we are practicing social distancing and a near shutdown of our economy. And But we're really kind of still at the beginning. And unfortunately, the cases and the deaths are are still rising. And I really hope that someone is listening to this like way in the future and you're like, oh, yeah, that was really a horrible time, you know, but everybody got through it. So glad. Um, But right now we're kind of in the thick of it. For many businesses, their owners and managers, and and actually for everyone, this presents many, many challenges. Many. I mean, that can make a really long list. There is no denying that. But as is the case with anything else, aside from keeping yourself safe and healthy, what what may matter most is really how we react to this. So whether you are running a financial services firm and all your employees are fully able and and practiced and ready to go uh, working from home, or if you're a yoga studio that has had to scramble to go to online-only classes, uh, no business can afford to get stuck in paralysis, not knowing what to do. All businesses, from the largest corporation to the smallest corner shop, have to be as agile and as creative as possible. (coughs) And excuse me, I do not have coronavirus, just spring allergies, so bear with me. Alongside the pandemic has also come a global economic crisis, I think we have to call it. So you know what? It would be very, very easy, even for the most intrepid of entrepreneurs among us, to consider all these drastic changes in the business landscape and also maybe look at our portfolios or our retirement plans that are currently invested in the markets and just you know, want to stay in bed, watch Netflix, pull the covers up over your head. Um, I'm telling you people, don't, don't. You can't do this. The world needs you. Your customers need you. There are people out there that need your product and your service. There's still a market for it. You just have to find perhaps different customers, perhaps different paths, but you really need to keep on doing what you're doing. And a key part of being able to move out of the shock and paralysis and into action can be cultivating a mindset of abundance over a mindset of scarcity. I first encountered these two twin notions um, many years ago when I read Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Successful People. I think I have the title right. Um, It's so worth reading, by the way. If you've never read it, go right after this podcast and get it online or Audible, Kindle, however you're getting your books, because we know you can't go to the bookstore right now. 
Um, and if you have it on your bookcase, maybe you read it like me, like, I don't know, like a lot more years ago than I cared to admit, take it down, dust it off. It's worth a reread. So many great nuggets in there. Anyway, here's, um, sort of a paraphrasing of what Stephen Covey said about scarcity and abundance. He said, the scarcity mentality is the zero sum paradigm of life. People with a scarcity mentality have a very difficult time sharing recognition and credit, power, excuse me, power or profit. They have a very hard time being genuinely happy for the successes of other people, even and sometimes especially members of their own family, their own team, close friends or associates. It's almost like something is being taken away from them when someone else receives special recognition or windfall gain or has remarkable success or achievement. Excuse me, I'm drinking my water here, scratchy throat. The abundance mentality, on the other hand, flows out of a deep inner sense of personal worth and security. It's the paradigm where there is that there's plenty out there and there's enough to spare for everybody. It results in a sharing of prestige, recognition, profits, and decision-making. It can open up possibilities, options, alternatives, and creativity. So that's Stephen Covey. Um, I will add something to this, which is that the scarcity mindset is particularly um, sneaky, and it can show up in a lot of different ways, not exactly how he describes it. As a coach working with business owners and executives, I can tell you I encounter it quite often, but it's not always as easily recognizable as you might think. In the present environment right now, it will tend to crop up as what fear and worry about the economics of your business. The brain, our brains immediately go to that um scary stuff, right? Because we have this instinct to uh, for self-preservation. So our brain will immediately go to like, who do we need to lay off? What are we going to need to do? We're going to need to take step X or step Y, negative steps to preserve things. It also will tend to come up with anyone who may be selling something. I've heard people say something like this, well, you know, people are losing their health and their jobs. They'll say, some people are losing their lives. Is it really right for me to be out in the marketplace promoting and selling my product or service right now in this environment? I mean, you know, people are getting sick and some people are dying. Sneaky, I told you, sneaky. That doesn't sound anything like what I just read from Stephen Covey, does it? But it really involves a scarcity mindset. The thought, the question, is it right to sell or make money in a pandemic? That comes from a place of a scarcity mindset. It goes something like this. Some people are, some people are suffering and so I should suffer too. It's kind of the inverse of saying that only a few businesses should do well. Most of us should do badly in a bad situation. The rest of us should suffer. Also, maybe you're assuming that your customers are operating from a scarcity mindset. Yes, some people are experiencing job loss and diminishment of income, but not all. And even so, how do you know? How could you presume to know how that affects them? until you find out. So I was online today. 
I was looking at makeup products at Sephora. Um, I happened to have purchased compression socks of all things for my mother. Don't ask. She asked me to buy them, order them for her. Um, is the virus affecting my business? Yes. I guess I can say yes a little bit. Has my retirement portfolio and my investments been affected? Most definitely. Has this stopped me from making economic decisions and buying things? Not really, not yet. Um, you cannot ever act from a place of assuming scarcity in the mind of your prospects or customers, or you will never sell a damn thing. Yes, there will be clients right now who will tell you that they have to cut back. There will be prospects who cannot decide to work with you right now because of their personal economic circumstance, which relates directly to the broader global pandemic. These people who can't work with you or can't afford to work with you, they're always out there, by the way, for different reasons. Whatever their reason is, they can't afford you. They're always out there. But also, so are the people who are interested in buying. So don't forget about them. Assuming that you have employees, you really also want to be a leader who acts from a mindset of abundance. Yes, of course, we have to pay attention to revenue trends, budgets, cash flow. We have to have some tethering to reality. And you do know that I'm originally trained as an accountant, right? So I can't not look at those metrics and money. But if you want to create a positive environment in your workplace, in your company, even though you're all scattered hither and yon working in your pajamas out of your family rooms or whatever, um, you really need to establish uh, a culture where you and your team can accomplish A-plus results. And for that, you need to avoid the scarcity mindset. So I've made a list of, I think there's about five ways that you can cultivate an abundance mindset, both personally and in your business. These are five relatively simple things, but they're not always that easy to put into practice. The first is to appreciate things. And I'm going to say out loud. I don't mean like yelling, obviously, but you know, out loud, like say it, uh, you could say it verbally or in an email or something written, um, but just not like appreciate things in your head. I'm talking about public appreciation. You can express your appreciation for anything, everything like other people, your customers, your industry that you're in, the opportunities that lay before you, even uh, as we face this crisis, your ideas, your creativity, maybe even your competition, if we can go there. Remember, it's not a zero-sum game. Your employees, of course, and their work, most definitely, by expressing the positive stuff that you you know you're actually thinking of it, but we're kind of stingy sometimes about putting it out there, by expressing it out loud or in writing so that your employees catch on to it, you put forth a culture of mutual appreciation. Think about it. Many organizations every day, so often, like, what do we hear? We hear just only the, especially from management, we only hear like the bad stuff, the things that are being done wrong and the things that they're worried about because as an owner or if you're at the top of your organization, whatever your position is, it's probably part of your job to do the worrying, but in your 
public comments to people, <coughs> excuse me, in your public comments to people, like you want to make sure to get some of the good stuff out there too. Express gratitude. Um, you can do this out loud, such as thanking someone for something or maybe just for being there or being who they are, recognizing them. But perhaps more important might be to take a daily inventory of all the things you were personally grateful for, even in this challenging time where, oh my God, it seems like if you turn on the news, it seems like everything is so hopeless and negative right now. There are still so many things to be grateful for, and it's really a good exercise to do this as often as you can. No question if you're healthy right now, celebrate that at a safe distance, right? <laughs> we have clean drinking water. We have our families. We have our businesses. Um, I once had a friend who practiced her gratitude every morning for a while. And one thing every single morning, she expressed a gratitude for being able to get herself up and out of her own bed, like get up and go to the bathroom on her own two feet because she, she had a friend who had been paralyzed somehow and had lost that ability and had to wait every morning for someone to come get her out of bed. It seems so corny, but um, practicing gratitude, counting one's blessings in a time like this is really something that's super helpful and will tend to help you form and create an abundance mindset. Resist the risk to compare for yourself and for your business. So we could all sit around right now and bitch and moan and whine about how much better our businesses were even just six weeks ago or last year or whatever, or uh, how much our, my, my investments were worth so more just a month, so much more just a month ago. Right. Or we can just put our head down and just like, just get to work. Um, you know, I've always had to promote myself as part of my various businesses, but more and more over time with social media websites and, and stuff, it's often um, expected and, and necessary for me to sort of plaster my picture, my video, and even like here in the podcast, my voice all over the place. And let me tell you, sometimes I actually don't like it. I kind of hate it sometimes. And um, I, I look at myself and I sort of, you know, compare myself against like my 30 year old self. And I'm like, damn, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not young anymore. And I also look at other people and like, oh, wow, she's so young and beautiful. Um, what am I even doing? Putting myself out there. Um, yes, even coaches can get caught up in negative thinking, which is why I deeply believe in coaching and partake of it myself. Um, but I believe that comparing yourself to others or uh, comparing your business to what it was last year or the year before or comparing it against your competitors, I mean, that can be instructive in various ways, but like in an envy kind of way, like it's just, it's really a game you can't win. Someone else will always be doing better, will always be younger, will always be better looking, um, and someone will always have more than you or have something that you don't have and that you want. And focusing on that, on what you don't have, what you lack, is a surefire way to put you and your organization um, into scarcity mindset overdrive. Um, and I say in your organization, because as a leader of your organization, your employees, I mean, they're like 
I don't want to say like they're like dogs can smell fear. They're like children. Like they really key off you way, way, way more than you realize. Um, number four, share and give. Share your time, your expertise, your money. There have been a lot of studies about this particular topic, um, giving and happiness. Um, one I found online a couple of years ago, and this study has been sort of repeated over and over. This particular one was University of Zurich, I believe. They gave, um, they had a group of study participants. They were, they told them all, you're going to get $100. But half of them were instructed to go out, go to town, go online, whatever, and spend the money on yourselves. Buy yourself, well, wow, what a happy day. Somebody just gave me a hundred bucks and said, treat yourself to something that you want. The other half were instructed to give at least part of it away to someone who they knew. For those folks, they had them sit and think and talk about like, the giving that they were planning about the, and think about the person who they were going to give the money to. Um, they, while they were doing this, they did, um, functional MRIs on their brains. And I can't remember the exact parts of the brains, but the parts that for joy and happiness were, you know, really lit up demonstrating greater happiness. And also all of those participants <coughs> ranked, they were asked to rank their satisfaction, joy, or happiness with giving the money away. They ranked themselves much higher on that scale. They ranked themselves much higher on the, that scale than the people who just went out and spent the money on themselves. Isn't that interesting? I mean, it's so shocking to me. You think, like, what would make people happiest if you just throw them 100 bucks? and say, buy yourself something that you want instead of like, here's a hundred dollars. You have to decide who to give it to. Um, it's really funny that this, this is how, how it works, but this abundance mindset, give it away. It will make you happy. It will grow your abundance mindset and it will be very helpful. Um, the fifth and last one, um, this is really important in business and sales. I kind of touched on it earlier. Um, remember that any sale that you're making whether it's of a product or service, it's simply an exchange of value. I give you my product, you give me a certain sum of money. We have by definition an even exchange because we both voluntarily agreed to that. It's not the same as me making an offer, but once you, like I can make an offer and you can say, I'm not interested. And that's not an even exchange, right? But once you buy from me, we have made an even exchange. Let's say I'm selling a house for half a million dollars and you buy it. So you give me the money, half a million dollars. I give you, here's the keys, enjoy your house. To you, that house was worth $500,000 on the nose, no more, no less. And it doesn't really matter what I, the seller, might think it was worth half a million dollars because that's what you paid for it. I might think you overpaid. I might think that I got the better of the bargain. I might think that you got a deal, but it doesn't matter at the time of the transaction. Every sale is an even exchange of value between the buyer and the seller. This isn't something that so much cultivates an abundance mindset as it helps you avoid a scarcity mindset. 
So if I start to think that perhaps the house is overpriced, I'm the seller, and it's overpriced, and particularly if I think that maybe you can't afford it, that it's a stretch for you, this is going to translate into assumptions that I'm making about you, and I'm assuming then that you're operating from a scarcity mindset, and this is going to affect our entire transaction. It's going to reduce my confidence in my ability to sell the house to you. You have to enter into every situation recognizing that you make sales by making an even exchange of value. No one is ripping anyone off in a freely negotiated transactions. There are there are no winners, there are no losers. It's an even exchange. And if you go into your sales and marketing not thinking that people can't afford this right now, um, what am I even doing? Is it right? to sell this product, um, you want to say, Hey, I'm putting out my offer. And if someone accepts it, that makes it an equal exchange of value. And we're both winners. So that's it. Um, be safe out there, be healthy. Those are my thoughts about abundance over scarcity in the current environment of Corona and coronavirus. Talk to you all soon. Bye. Hey there. If you're enjoying this podcast, you've really got to come check out the private coaching programs at coachworth.net. In private coaching, what we do is we take this type of material and we apply it to your life. We take it to the next level and we study it with amazing results. Check us out at coachworth.net.